If you're going to be at PAX Prime, come see us live Saturday, 9.30 p.m. That's August 29th at the show in the Chicken Theater. For more details, hit up the PAX site at prime.paxsite.com. And we hope we'll see you there. Okay. Oh my goodness. Oh my. I'll tell you something about space. Oh, Shatner. Oh, my star. Don't say that. Goodness me. Uh, my decay. Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> I do a terrible decay. This, <laughs> this is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, concerned citizens. And hello, George Takei. Hello, George Takei, if you're listening. Empathy. Ooh. What is it? <laughs> I wish you knew what sometimes, that? Anthony. What does that I feel like? I wish you knew. I wish I did too, for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you'd really get a lot out of it. I'm already pretty great. I wish I I was better for me. (laughs) At empathizing with you. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd like to really just be better at knowing what I'm feeling. Uh, No, empathy. Do you think you're a pretty empathetic person? Well, uh, at the risk of, of tooting my own horn, I think I'm extraordinarily empathetic. I think sometimes I'm too empathetic. I think so, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're weak. I am weak. No, uh- <laughs> I will readily admit that. I'm the guy that uh, cries at every movie. I've cried at uh, every episode of uh, Newsroom and West Wing. I, I'm, I just I empathize, man. Yeah, yeah. And I think I, I think I have more empathy as I get older. Usually that's the opposite, though. Usually people get less empathetic. Do you think so? Yeah, you get hardened to life. I think in general. I don't know. I think you get, I think you get softer about certain things because you've you've lived more experiences. Like I, those commercials that are calculated to make you cry. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, they make me cry. Yeah, when I was a kid, I was like, (laughs) "Fuck those commercials." Uh Those are so like manipulative and stupid and schmaltzy. And now, like, I tear up a little bit, and I'm just like, "Man, yeah." Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck you, advertising. Fuck my feelings. Fuck my stupid, predictable feelings. <laughs> some people are more empathetic than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some sort of, there are some disorders that uh, limit people's empathy. Do you not think that if we were all more empathetic, the world would just be a better place? I think so. Uh, and there was an op-ed in the New York Times recently by somebody who's been studying empathy for, for years and years and years, uh, saying that empathy is... Absolutely, 100% a choice. I've been saying this forever. I I believe that to be the case. You make a decision to give a shit. I th- you have to give a shit. Yeah, well, but it seems like some people just naturally give more shit. Maybe that's true, but I also think that, I don't know, I don't have the interior life of somebody who doesn't give a shit, so I don't know what that's like. I but- can answer any questions you have. <laughs> I'm right well, here. Well, that's fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, the argument here is that the, your brain is, is a physical thing. It has physical structures. Some of them are larger than others in other, in some people. Uh, there are chemical reactions that happen that, right. that make you, uh, more towards one sort of personality type or emotion or more prone to some sort of reaction than others. And nurture. I think that you're, de- you're describing nature, but I think there's some nurture also, like the life experience leads to feeling I, yeah. I, you know, I actually got into this, uh, discussion on Twitter recently, uh, uh, with some people who were talking about how, uh, I have something I've said for a long time and we were all talking about on Twitter is I think there should be a requirement to work in, in a service industry for at least one year for all humans. 
you should have to wait tables oh. or t- like you become more empathetic when you have an experience of having to do certain things. I actually 100% agree with that. And that's why they always say like when you're when you're done with high school, you should do some sort of like it's cool, it's cool to take a year off to do something like AmeriCorps or like the Peace Corps or something 100%, like that. Yeah. It's good to travel and, and see like other people like you can't be empathetic towards something you don't understand. Right. That's the big thing. Like uh, a major part of empathy is you have to put yourself in somebody else's place, right? right? You can't do that if you can't conceive of what their life is about. Right. Now, there are certain ba- now in that in that sense I think yes, empathy is learned. But at a basic level, if you see somebody who's sad, who's crying, who clearly needs help, mm-hmm. Shouldn't shouldn't that be a natural reaction? Shouldn't that be like yeah. something that just happens something in human, the brain? Just, yeah, just gen- on a base level, humanity. You should want to help, right? Or at least yeah. feel something. Yeah, and I think that is, is a certain amount of it is instinctive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once again, that could be because we all have certain base experiences when we're young, right? Like we all know what it's like to cry. We all right. know what it's. We recognize crying. We recognize being hurt. We recognize that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's why it seems like humanity has a certain base amount of empathy. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's learned too. Maybe yeah. we're born with zero empathy and it's all flexing a muscle over and over until we have it. It's interesting because I think um, I, I, I tend to not think that that's the case. I tend to not think that we are born with zero empathy. I think that if you if anyone sees a baby in distress regardless of how callous you are but you've been a baby i've been a baby that's correct you've cried that's true so was that learned or were you born with that you see Mm -hmm. a baby and it's crying and you know that the baby is helpless right and that it needs and that it's scared and that it's crying and it needs something because you have been in all those places before right right Mm -hmm. and so the these these guys who wrote this article were saying, saying babies themselves don't do shit Babies have care. zero empathy. They're just super Babies don't selfish. even have object permanence. Babies yeah. are idiots. I am smarter than every baby, Jeff. I mean, there's some smart babies out there. There are some smart babies, and I am smarter than all of baby them. Baby Einstein? That's yeah. A, that movie. You mean Baby, baby Geniuses? Geniuses? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Baby Geniuses. Baby Geniuses 2 Super Babies is really the one to watch. You can skip number one. You really? May, you you know, might, I won't feel lost? Uh, I mean, there are a few things that you should probably know going I mean, in. I more lost than I do when I'm around some super smart babies in general. <laughs> Go see the movie with your favorite super smart baby and they can explain it to you. Uh, but there are a lot of, these guys have been running 20, 20, 30 years of studies, right? Okay. Uh, and they are saying that, man, it might be almost entirely learned hmm. because, uh. That means we're fucked, Anthony. That means we're fucked. There's a lot of people. I think I'm fine. <laughs> a lot of people teaching their kids to be callous assholes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they, they, some of these studies that they run, uh, so, We've heard before, like, one person dying is a tragedy. Mm-hmm. A million people dying is just a news story. Statistic, it's yeah. a statistic, right? So yeah. um, they've actually run tests on that. And it's true. They killed a million people They for killed a, a test? million people in front of 30 different people. So they killed 30 million people. Oh, and they that's... made other people watch. I, listen, I just want to say right here, right now, I do not support that kind of scientific Absolutely not. Study. And I, don't, I'm, I think it's... I think it's wasteful, and I think our government shouldn't be giving money no. to the 30 million people killing study. No, I don't. I'm going to put my like foot it. down right now. But let's just hear what they what the results were first. Yeah, I mean, just also, I mean, I don't, also, I don't really care. <laughs> I just I mostly care about my money going into it. Yeah. Uh, 
So, no, basically, like, they've run these studies that say, like, yeah, empathy kind of seems to fail when we need it most. Um, oh, boy. Other studies show, like, our empathy is dampened or constrained when it comes to people of different races, nationality, or creeds. Well, that's because anything different from us, that's not it. It's not empathy. If, if you don't feel it for anybody other than someone who's exactly like you. You know what I'm saying? You got to empathize with people who are different than you in order to be a fucking human. It's gonna make so what are you saying? I'm saying give a shit well, about th- people that aren't exactly like you. These guys are saying it's, we, we're just not – maybe we're not built for that. Maybe we have a, a limited resource of empathy. Like maybe, you know uh, – They're like we killed a million people for this study and we didn't feel a thing. Some psychologists say that empathy is actually – like they, they cite this guy Paul Bloom who says that empathy is parochial and narrow-minded, one that will have to yield to reason if humanity is to survive. What? Empathy is a weakness, says this guy. It's an ev- it's an evolutionary weakness, and it will eventually hold us back. Why? Maybe that's why it's limited. Because why? Because we can't make dispassionate decisions that we have to eventually. Uh, occasionally, we have to make big decisions for the species, for our families. He's saying, for our, okay, oh, Earth know. is uh, overpopulated. We're having a scarcity of resources. We're facing our own extinction. Better to cull the population and make a dispassionate, reasonable. Can uh, we save a hundred thousand people? And yeah. keep the human race going. Or does everybody die? Fuck this guy. Hey, man, he's put between a rock and a hard place here. Yeah. And yeah. if you were put in a rock between a rock and a hard place, would your empathy help you or would it hinder you? I, well, it may hinder the 100,000 people. Like if you're in a saw situation. <laughs> you always want to put me in a saw situation. I would love to put you in a saw situation. I mean, I, I keep getting those uh, Facebook invites. Yeah. Anthony Carboni cordially invites you to a saw situation. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to put my, honestly, I've imagined being in a sauce situation multiple times. You have? I Sometimes I imagine being in a sauce situation. Do you, uh, do you always imagine yourself triumphantly it's me. eating it? It's a good friend. He's got a key in his stomach. What do I do? <laughs> what do I fucking do? The only way out is get that key out of his stomach. Uh-huh. There's a huge cleaver over there. What, what do you do? What do I do? What do we're you n- do? We're not being fed. There's no water. Right. I mean, he was fed a key. He was fed a key. He's Yeah. And you know what? I got to get that key out. <laughs> He's eventually going to poop out the key. Yeah, right. Why don't you just wait? And, and in my in my head, there's some, sort of a, there's some sort of a timer situation, you mm-hmm. know, where yeah. it's like, it's not going to happen. By the time he poops out that key, we're both dead. You just want to cleave his stomach open. I don't want to cleave his stomach open. I mean, a little bit, do you? Just curiously? Just about I'm just curiosity. saying, were I put in a saw situation, You're I'd cleave. stomachs? I'd cleave. What happens if And you I'd cleave? probably walk away fine. What if you cleave a stomach? I might have a nightmare or two. There's no key inside. How bad would you feel? Oh, I'd feel pretty bad, but you know what? That's not on me. That's on the weird puppet thing that told me there was a key inside. It's a little on you. I don't know, man. If your parents tell you that you're going to the circus and you wind up at the dentist, you can be you can be mad at your you parents, can, you right? You can cleave your parents, right? You can cleave your parents. <laughs> <laughs> and I have. Um, but no, these guys are actually saying that they disagree with Paul Blue. They agree with you. Oh, good. Thank they, God. They agree that empathy is a is something that strengthens us and makes us yes. better. And they also agree that it is a choice. They agree that it is a muscle, it is a learned skill, and that people 100% of the time are choosing whether they want to feel empathetic for others or not. I think this is the case. I think absolutely I 100% agree. I think if we all just made a decision mm-hmm. that we're all in this together and... Me helping somebody else helps me. I mean, I know that's some hippie shit, 
But that's what I genuinely believe. So here's how the studies went down. They found like two, they, they, uh, they did some studies and there were people in these studies that read about either one or eight child refugee, refugees from Darfur. Okay. Okay. Now, half of the participants were led to believe that they would be asked to make a donation at the end. Okay. Give to the kids of Darfur. Yeah. The other half were told, were just told, read this story about these kids in Darfur. Uh huh. Okay. When there's no financial cost involved in feeling empathy, mm-hmm. people feel more empathy. Oh, so we, at all times, empathy is a choice. We are pitting our own survival and well-being against that of other people. And we naturally, as, as a reflex, want to distance ourselves because we have a survival instinct. I, I might couch that result differently. I think that's a valid reading of the results. Mm-hmm. But I would say... Maybe the idea is because of the way money functions in our society, maybe people feel more like they're being manipulated. Sure. In the sense of you're telling me the story about uh, troubled kids in Darfur. You, I know ahead of time that money is coming at the end of it. I'm stealing myself against those feelings because I don't want to feel tricked. Maybe, but maybe you're telling yourself you don't want to feel tricked. When, like, you're sitting down for this study, they tell you, like, listen, you're about to read this thing. It's a real thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and you will be asked for, you, you know, we, are, we might ask you for, like, a monetary donation at the end. Are Do you genuinely believe that you're being tricked or are you allowing are you allowing yourself to build walls? Oh, they're, they're probably only, like, 20, 20 cents on the dollar even gets to these kids, if that. Right. And, like, who knows? It's even... Who knows if it's even going to the right places? Who knows if it's even targeted correctly and right. like these fucking places and blah, blah, blah. But really, if 10 cents gets to them out of your dollar, isn't that better than them ever not having the 10 cents? Yeah. So there's still empathy involved, right? And if it's a dollar or if it's five dollars, like... It's nothing. It's nothing. But you're right. allowing yourself to build these walls, right? Yeah. But what these guys are saying is that this study also showed that there really isn't a limit to empathy... In terms of one person versus eight people versus millions of people, the limit is we choose. Right. So it's not the difference between a a person being murdered and a million people being murdered. And, oh, we just can't understand it. We can't wrap our head around it. It's a statistic. We could wrap our head around it if we wanted to sit and wrap our heads around it. Right. Uh, Yeah, sit down and watch any holocaust documentary and you start wrapping your head around it real quick yeah exactly um so so all these other studies that were done uh to kind of prove this they, they wanted to prove that empathy is a skill and you can improve empathy mm-hmm. um they said watch the west wing yeah watch t- it tell me you don't care about america there you go tell me you don't care president martin sheen will make you care he cares about every single one of us he does and he'll have a string speech at the end and you'll probably cry if you feel any empathy <laughs> um they had people try they said hey make an effort to feel more empathy for people of different races than your own mm-hmm. they actually asked these people in these groups yeah and just by asking them to kind of give a shit fake it till you make it in terms of caring for yeah. others they legitimately started caring for others like immediate like yeah. it, it was it was highly increased can they go to the republican national convention and do this study please right <laughs> can they go to my mom's house mom <laughs> Who does she not care for? You? I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, and they're they're extending this now. And here's where I kind of, I I love this and I love the work they're doing. Here's where they extend it to where I go. They're saying people that have 
psychopathy or narcissistic tendencies. Mm -hmm. They're saying those people are choosing to feel no empathy. They could. Right. But they don't want to. I think that's absolutely the case. I think people, I think this is a theory because I don't actually feel this way. So I don't have any insight into it. But, But from the outside looking in, it certainly seems that people look at the evidence and they go, I have a choice. I can make my life better or I can help other people. And what is helping other people do? It doesn't make my life better, which I think is very short-sighted and not true. Mm-hmm. But they go, I'm going to create walls, protect myself, and create out-groups and in-groups. And, and I'm going to only – what's mine is mine. And I'm going to – and fuck everybody else and make mine better and improve my life and fuck everybody else. So – but what if there is, I mean, we've run tests on, on people who are, are psychopathic, sociopathic, and we've, we've seen that there is just, just a lack of activity in those regions of the brain. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. is, is that a choice? Can you choose to just shut down a part of your brain? I wonder if it's not. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong part. Wrong part. Uh, I wonder if it's not something like maybe early on, these people made choices, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what if it's a mix, right? What if it is something where early on, something in life, whether it was a defense mechanism, whether it was, it was situational, I don't know, maybe it's partial, you know, maybe, maybe it is genetic, maybe it is chemical. Maybe these people were kind of had to make choices early on you know, uh, that forced them not to be empathetic. And over time, they just grew in such a way, think about neuroplasticity or whatever, mm-hmm. where they just didn't use that part of your brain. And now... If you, if you don't use it, if you don't know how to use it. You lose it. What if it's just gone? How, if somebody, if there's zero activity somewhere, mm-hmm. how do you go from zero to even one? Start watching the West Wing, baby. <laughs> I don't think that's going to do it. No? Okay. If I, if I don't have the ability, if I don't have the ability to feel empathy at all, mm-hmm. how, how do you jump? How do you explain that to somebody? How do you explain purple to somebody? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you make you make a solid point in the sense that there may actually be a physiological explanation in the brain, but I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't think I don't think it's all 100 percent just part of my brain that is Mm. atrophied or that I'm undernourishing. I think I think the it is worldview that has been solidified and they've and there's been a decision that that is useless to me. Mm hmm. And, and I think that if you just made it, because we see it all the time with, with, uh, you know, examples of people who, um, you know, for example, uh, are homophobic and out, outward, uh, outspoken about it. And then all of a sudden someone in their family is, comes out and is gay. And all of a sudden now they're empathetic to that cause. But this is it. But I think once it has relation to your life, I think that can be sparked again in your brain. Once you have a personal connection to it, then all of a sudden, now you can feel. I don't know. I think that's a great thing to believe in terms of like, yay, hum- yay humans, yay humanity. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we're talking about there are small children that, you know, have been diagnosed and have psychopathic, narcissistic, sociopathic. I'm talking about baby psychos. Psych- I'm talking about baby. That really, really ill-conceived <laughs> sequel to baby geniuses. Yeah. It was like, we're going to workshop this. <laughs> we're going to workshop this because... I like that they go from geniuses to superheroes. Uh huh. I feel like going from geniuses to superheroes to a sort of caricature of a mental illness. Well, uh, is a bit of a problem. It's, uh, it's testing out through the trial. Have you seen 
the ratings on Dexter. Oh, no. Yeah. We, we thought, what if we had baby Dexters all running around, slicing up bodies, killing people? Uh, we got the plastic bags over babies. They, they kind of use the diapers, uh, to clean up the messes. It's, uh, super intelligent, psychopathic babies. We think that America's gonna fall in love with these psychopathic babies. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had yourself checked? Nah. <laughs> 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 Uh, but yeah, I think, I think a lot of this comes from, and I certainly don't think these guys are, are, are having this problem. There's, there's a lot of, I think, misconception and misinformation about what psychopathy and, and, and sociopathy are, like, right? Like, yeah. uh, that, I, that's, I, that's fair. I think that's like, we, we don't understand it. That's for certain. Yeah. And it's not necessarily like there, there are people, we all think like, oh yeah, psychopath, like Dexter. No, maybe they're like somebody who struggles with this every day and has never yeah. hurt anybody, but has to kind of has to kind of deal with like, okay, I need to act socially acceptable in this instance, and I can sort of tell that I don't feel the same way that other people do, but I don't know, like, is that like I think that's fine because I don't know any other way to feel, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think there's a lot more complexity going on. I, I would love to think that you can. I absolutely think empathy training and and sort of like almost like physical therapy mm-hmm. uh i think should be a part of treatment for people like who a, have these sort of things a rigid regimen of west wing watching just west wing <laughs> all the time not the newsroom the well, newsroom listen, got a little bitter and weird i like the newsroom but i you know i think for for our for our uh uh for our regimen, mm-hmm. I think we, we definitely need to stick with, with West Wing. West we, we Wing. know what works. Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights, for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. just, just let's a prescription. Make, let's make an entire, entire generation of Coach Taylors. <laughs> we'll be, we'll be all be great. Well, everything will work out great. <laughs> I don't know. Do you, uh, I feel like, I feel like maybe it is a mix, but I, I do feel like just, I don't want people to read an article like this and dismiss it as like these people could care if they wanted to. I think it's more complicated than that. I think it's harder yeah. than that. You're probably. Oh my right. god, am I showing empathy for these people? Hell! Oh my happened. god! You made a decision and it worked. Oh my god! I have so many feelings now. Yeah. Oh god, other people. Come on. Other people are like me. Come over to the light. Oh! I want to introduce you to someone. His name is President uh, Bartlett. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna keep being kind of terrible. I think. Uh, how about you guys? Do you think that empathy is? Is a muscle? Do you think it's a switch? Hmm. Do you think it's physiological? I don't. I, it's so complicated. I think it's it is a very complicated. Situation. So why don't you put all your feelings about it in a tweet? Oh, we would love that if you can <laughs> explain exactly how you feel all about this in 140 characters. We'd love it. You can use the hashtag West Wing. You can use the hashtag short hashtag for complex issue. <laughs> Hashtag give a shit. That's what I want to see. <laughs> oh, and hey, by the way, if you've seen a story recently that you would like us to cover here on the show, there are some great ways to get it to us. Uh, Twitter's not really one of them. No. Don't do it over Twitter. They get lost. Uh, they on get the lost, feed. and we're we're sorry. That's partially on us. But better ways to do it. Uh, send it to wehaveconcernshow at gmail.com or go to our subreddit, which is wehaveconcerns.reddit.com. If you send them directly to me, he doesn't care. I won't care. 